Good morning, Vietnam. <laughs> Jackson, Mississippi. You've tuned in to the Free Range Human Show of Choice, your daily dose of reality radio. We are live on a Valentine's Day here in Central Mississippi. What are you getting your significant other for Valentine's? That is my question of the day. What is a good last-minute Valentine's Day gift? Text it in to the Guns and Gear text line 769-241-1944. If you've ever had any kind of a Valentine's Day disaster, I'd like to hear about that too. Phone line 601-879-0002. Of course, you already know it. It's the Free Range Human Show of Choice. It's your daily dose of reality radio. This is the Clay Edwards Show. I'm, of course, Clay Edwards sitting across from me. Yours and my favorite blue-haired Fondren barista. We've got Mr. Sean. I'm sorry, Bellhaven barista. Yeah, man. Sean, get the hood right. Sean Yurkaran with the uh, Yurkaran Law Firm. Is that what we calling it? Just yeah, Yurkaran that's Law what. I, yeah, I mean, you know, that's the best way. That's the best one I came up with. So, hey, look, I don't want to throw this out there. I mean, a lot of you guys have been reaching out to Sean, and uh, y'all are keeping him busy. Yeah, man. I was just in so. Pearl yesterday. I, Good folks over the courts there and the cops. Everybody's great over there. It's a great yeah. place to go. It's so easy to go over there and work with everybody. It's such a you know. It's so nice because you never know what you're going to get at different courts you go to. So now, look, somebody sent me a video yesterday out of Pearl. Um, I, I didn't post it because I just wasn't sure of all the context. I, I really do like to have context when I post my videos. Yeah, I don't know how much is needed for this necessarily, but it was a picture of the Homeland Secu- Security Building, and there was a lot of a uh, lot of foreigners wrapped out of it. You know, it was clearly some migrants. You talking about here or? Yeah, here. Where is the Homeland Security Building? Pearl. It's in Pearl. Okay. Yeah. I know that. Yeah, they are They they are doing exactly what I suggested they do, sort of. They are shipping migrants um, to Mississippi. Unfortunately, they're not sending them to Jackson where they belong. <laughs> they're sending them to Rankin County. So, you know, going to be a big, big spike in migrant children in the Rankin County school man i'm okay can we get the migrants in jackson to help fix the traffic signals i mean i'm all right with that i mean look, I, I, <laughs> I, mean, I don't mean to, i'm just you know. what, what what is it called race replacement theory uh yeah replacement theory or something like that replacement yeah. theory um hey look man I, I think maybe maybe it's time to try something different in jackson <laughs> God. i mean I, I you know i'm just I, i'm not not race not i know race, what you're saying like yeah, yeah. work ethic you How know, about some work ethic replacement theory? I mean, just like, you know, I know we're going to get into this in a minute, but with Chokeway and the crime thing, which I've got a whole lot of opinions about. Oh, and, yeah. You know, and you, I know you do, too, and you did a live stream on it last night. But the, um, you know, I'm just I'm just this morning I was thinking, you know, Chokeway's pandering so hard. He's going to be in a bucket truck fixing the lights this morning, you know, taking photos. Oh, That's God. what I'm thinking. You know, he's out there doing that. He's fixing the traffic signals. I'm just so disappointed he didn't wear his bulletproof vest. <laughs> On top of his clothes. Did he not? I, I couldn't no. see him. I just I mean, saw a picture. He wore one to the grocery store. Why wouldn't you wear I one? I saw that, yeah. Why wouldn't you wear one to that? I don't know. And you said he was like on a ride-along or something like that? That's what they said. But look, mm-hmm. here's the deal, man. When you, when that, it, if you're going into a grocery store on a promotional stop mm-hmm. to say, hey, look at me. I'm in the neighborhood. You, you take it off. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, I agree And he's you. flanked by police, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, there was, it seems like, or maybe he was doing that because he thought it was a good photo op. Optics are terrible. Even the black community that typically dislikes me on my social media, Mm -hmm. even they are like, this is bad, little bro. Like, this wasn't cool for you to do that. Yeah. 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 Universally panned. Is that the way you say it? Yeah. Universal. I mean, and I think you said this on, on air, but Frank used to do that, but Frank was actually out on the streets, you know, yeah. roadblocks and those kinds of things. And people in the city actually wanted to kill Frank. 
Yeah, there was a lot of people that were not very happy with him at that time. You know, like most of the most of the type people who will put a cap in somebody are Chalkway supporters. Yeah, I mean, you know, he, yeah, he seems like he's good for. Well, I don't know now. Now that he's on the again, we'll get to that in a moment. But the uh, now he's on this crime fighting initiative. Maybe he's like, did you? Did the guys are like, man, did you flip sides? What's up? <laughs> you know, yeah. like they might be. They might be now. They might be mad. Uh, all right, I want to. I want to save that for a minute. Sure. Yeah, so I know a, that's a big topic. It, it, I'm going to save it for a second. Let's hit some national stuff first. Okay. The New York special election. Yeah. Uh, the 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 who who was Tom Swalzy I Salzy I can't say yeah, his name's who, as hard to say as my last name. Who is. was the crazy guy that Michael George Guess, Santos? Yeah, that Michael Guest led the charge to kick out Santos. Santos. Mm-hmm. So Michael Guest and others are personally responsible for giving a seat to Democrats in a time when we did not have any leeway, any room to be given seats to Democrats. Yeah, I was reading this. I'm sorry. No, hold on. Sorry. I do not care if Santos had been the one on the receiving end of that video the two guys made in the Capitol. As long as he goes and he votes the way he's supposed to vote, his ethics, his morals, his sexual preferences, his uh, ability to raise money for dogs or something, some kind of nonsense. I don't care. None of that bothers me. They're all crooked. I don't trust none of them. Washington, D.C. is the number nine. I can't believe it's not higher. It's the number nine STD capital in America because they've been screwing people for a long time. They deserve a filthy STD. It should be number one. I don't care what they do behind closed doors. I know most of them, not all, are filthy animals. We... T- it's like, tell me you hate America without telling me you hate America when you're a Republican and you lead the charge to kick some, another Republican out of the House. Absolute BS. Absolute BS. I've been saying that, and I've shown you know I've been pretty consistent with this. I, I wouldn't have voted him out. Yeah, you said that from the beginning. I know you've been on, you've been on that. You I, know, mean, I mean, it, it, we are at a. T- do, you, do you all think Democrats would have voted a Democrat out? I mean, I hope they would, but I'm not going to say yes, they would have, because I'm looking, I'm thinking about the, um, you know, Bob Menendez. He's not yeah. been voted out yet. No. Which he's a, remember, you know, he's the Democratic senator that was like, like hiding money in his suit, yeah. saying that's the way he learned how he grew up in Cuba, but he wasn't born in Cuba or something like that. Yeah. I, think, I mean, know. he's obviously got his issues. Yeah. He's, 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 dead. well, this is his second yeah. indictment, too. He got off the first one years ago, and then now is the second one. Democrats understand, if nothing else, they infight and, yeah, this you had. You always had the super progressive side that's very angry, and everything's got to be about pro Palestine or whatever the the thing is that week. But they're going to get in line and do what they're supposed to do when it comes time to to make sure they don't forfeit power. Like the Democrats understand, it takes you got to be a team. Republicans do not understand that. You know, got to go there. Got my Mississippi morals, my Mississippi values. Oh, I'm fired up about it this morning. I, and I, it wasn't something that I really thought I was going to get as fired up about as I am. Mm-hmm. But I was just thinking on the way in this morning. I was like, we have a narrow, narrow lead over there. We're going to turn that scumbag Democrat minority leader. Oh, what's his name? Hakeem Jeffries. Thank you. Yep. Hakeem Jeffries is just a couple seats away from holding the gavel. And if you thought Nancy Pelosi was a nut job, you ain't seen nothing yet. You know, um, speaking about that election, so I got up this morning and I was reading some of the uh, 
I guess, exit polls about issues, you know, that were most important to the voters in that district. You know what the number one issue that was most important to all voters that voted in that special election was? No. Immigration. Yeah. Immigrate. So you would think that they would have voted for the Republican, but they voted for the Democrat. I think it was, I can't remember, it was eight, nine points that he won by a pretty big margin. Um, and there's another issues with that. There was, like, there was a snowstorm, so that hurt turnout too. I read that. There was a lot of different things. But the, um, yeah, I thought that was really fascinating that, you know, that, that um, immigration was their number one issue. Obviously, they're dealing that significantly in New York right now, as we all know, and it's been publicized. But, I, you know, I wonder if that has to do with the dysfunction in the House with the border bill that was going to come from the Senate. That was the only thing I could come up with is why that may have, they'd shifted to the Dems on that. But, but that was their number one issue was immigration. So I just find that pretty fascinating. Well, I mean, well, obviously, they're pro. If it's the number one issue, they want to keep. No, it they were view. talking about border control. Like that was part of the point. That's what I'm saying. Like that's what it, it was. Like strong, tough borders. Immigration was their number one concern. So that's why I, I, did, I was shocked by that too. Considering yeah. you know, like I didn't expect that outcome. But the only reason I could think that maybe is because of what happened like a week or two ago in the Senate and all that with the border bill. That's the only thing I could think of reason why that. I mean, I think you know. Then I read something that the House has been so dysfunctional since the Republicans took in charge that, you know, that it's caused some issue with, with voters about, are they going to actually accomplish anything? So that may be an issue too. How, I just hear real talk. Yeah, sure. How is that an issue? Like with, so you think a normal Republican voter sitting out there and saying, man, we're in such disarray. I'm going to vote for a Democrat. No, I don't think that I'm just done that. I don't think if you're, if you're um, hardcore, because also think about this special elections, are not really indicative of what turnout's going to be later because when somebody votes in a special election, you're a very engaged voter. Like you're somebody that really, really is in the weeds of the stuff, whether you're Democrat or Republican. It's not really just, it's not really reflective of the whole general electorate. Um, and uh, so, no, I don't, I don't think so, but I think there are, that it may have energized Democrat voters to get out more and then it may have, the independents may have switched. And then you got to couple that also. This is a different kind of issue. With all Santos' antics, I know you wanted him to stay, and I get your reasonings for that, but but with all his antics, I think it obviously caused a backlash. Because, I mean, he was the most – you've seen that movie with Eddie Murphy, the distinguished gentleman, you know, vote for Jeff Johnson, the name you know. I mean, he was that guy in real life. So, uh, he, you know, he's this con man that came out and got elected, and I think that that caused a backlash for them too as well. They're all con men. Well, I, I, I don't dispute that. I'm yeah, just I mean, saying this guy was like – I mean they could make like some a comedy movie about all this stuff. The, the dog thing you're talking about was the – he raised money for a veteran's dog and then stole the money, like his service dog. The, like, the, so the service dog could have an op- like a cancer or cancer treatment or something like that. And then he stole the money. Like uh, you know, you could do a lot of things, man, but that's, that's rough. I mean that's, uh, that's pretty rough. Does he vote the way I need him to? Yeah, I mean, I get it. But, man, you stole money from the cancer dog? That's just... Hey, look, I, I'm I mean, not saying i got to like all their moves. I mean, they, they, they've yeah. been stealing money from, from our cancer patients and our parents and our grandparents and people who are dying from cancer to send to Ukraine. Yeah. I, I'm, I, I can't get upset about one dog. Okay. I'm just saying, I mean... Santos was a different dude. Is I, I mean I don't think he's really I don't think he's reflective of Republicans in general or or even Democrats or anybody for that matter. I think he's just a con man. You know what I mean? I think he was just a con man. I think they all are. Well, I, I mean, mean I, just, I, I get that. Just, get them. them getting out there and pretending they have morals and values. Um, That's what drives. Yeah, right. I mean, it's. I think you're saying you're sick of the hypocrisy. Yeah, you know, so, of the whole thing. Uh, here's the other thing. I begin. You know, I'm beginning to believe that Republicans having control of the house, it was the dog catching the car. Mm. I don't think they wanted it. I think they all worked better 
when you had Democrat control and they could sit back and be and be useless and pretend they were fighting the power. Now that they've got the power, they ain't doing crap with it. Yeah, because I mean, they're they're having to show that they're actually more purple than they are red, or more blue than they are red, or more uniparty than they are anything. That's a I think really that's, good point. I think that's what's going on. I, th- I don't think Republicans won't control. You know, I think that's a really good point, because I've been saying that. Remember, I've been telling you about this, my theory on this. I don't know if I ever said on the air, but my, privately, I'm, it's I always thought that the Republicans really didn't want Roe v. Wade to be overturned, because what they had before that was a way to energize voters, raise a lot of money, and say, big, bad, baby killer Democrats. But then, so then they won the issue, right? And now it's like, okay... Uh, we don't have that anymore. We don't have galvanizing effort. You know, that they would have preferred for that to stay in place, even though they're telling everybody we want to take down Roe, but I don't think they really did. You ever seen a football team that doesn't play with the lead well? Yes. Yes. Re- Republican Many, yeah. Republicans are that team. They do we do not play with the lead well. I've heard Kim Wade mention this before. I want to make sure I give credit here. When Democrats have power, they play with the lead very well. In 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 a sense that they make generational changes now it's always for the bad but in their minds it's for the good the border for example Mm -hmm. they're making generational changes on the policies that they were put in office to make changes on republicans we're we're just like we're playing a little game of tug of war and we just lose we're just giving up an inch instead of letting the democrats just grab the rope and run wild with it we're playing this little game of tug of war and we Mm -hmm. think all right so we we started out with a foot we only gave them Five inches instead of six, Sean. We did our jobs. That's how that's how Republicans act. That's a good. So Kim says that about generational changes. Yeah, that's a good point. If you think about it, historically, I mean, FDR goes to power, completely changed the social social welfare system, which was then extended by LBJ's policies as mm-hmm. well. So you had generational changes with those, especially with those two administrations. But I'm trying to think. Can you think of a Republican administration that's kind of that has done that? Well, tr- tr- Trump Trump did make generational changes as far as the SCOTUS. Uh, yeah, absolutely. That's a good point. Yeah, he you know, did. so that's true. So a little, little different. He mm-hmm. tried. He tried to he get the wall. That that. Yeah. They wouldn't give him five billion for the wall, but they're just they're going to send ninety five billion over for Ukraine. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it's split between Ukraine and Israel. Yeah, right. I think it's like fourteen for Israel billion. or something. Yeah. You know, we always joke around like they they in pop culture stuff. They're like, what are they doing while we're watching this? They mm-hmm. the Senate, I guess the House has got to approve it too. I'm sure they will. They approved ninety five billion dollars to go to Ukraine during the Super Bowl. While everybody's distracted, yeah. And of uh, course, Roger Wicker, Mississippi's very own, mm-hmm. um, voted to send it right on over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, they, let's take a break real quick. Uh, great first segment, Sean. Sure. We'll be right back on the Clay Edwards Show um, when we come back. Guns and Gear text line seven six nine two four one nineteen forty four. Phone line six zero one eight seven nine zero 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 two. Hey guys, it's Valentine's. Be thinking about where you're taking your girl. Or girls, be thinking about where you're taking your guy. Or, you know, if, if you got a guy and a girl, whatever your preferences are, get out to Acme Pizza and Daiquiri tonight for Valentine's. I think, I don't want to hold Chip to it, but I think they can make a heart-shaped pizza. I want to say I saw that last year. Get down there, check it out. It's nice. It's kind of dark in there. It's got really cool kind of ambiance. Uh, it just screams, you know, uh, date night, frankly. They got the nine frozen daiquiris. They got the 12 different specialty pizzas. Get over there tonight. Acme Pizza and Daiquiri is located Fan and Mart on the Reservoir, right in front of Fan and Lanes there in the 047. That's Acme Pizza and Daiquiri's. We'll be right back.
Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show live here on 103.9 FM WYAB. Hey guys, or hey girls, why don't you get out to Guns and Gear today and buy your husband some bullets, some love seeds from out there? Uh, go see Hunter and the team. You know, look, you ain't got to buy it. Every trip, it, believe this or not, it's not just an urban legend. Every trip to the gun store does not involve having to leave with a gun. There are ammo and accessories available, too. Um, you get out there, get them a gift certificate. That's probably your path to least resistance. Get them a gift certificate. Or, guys, get your gun. Get, get your gun. Get your girl a nice little, uh, one of these little pink guns. You know, they love that. There's pink and teal guns. Or just get them a dang gun. It don't matter what color it is. Heck, don't want a gun? Get out there, grab a thing, a mace farm. Pepper spray or whatever. Just something to put in their purse. I know. I did that uh, for my girlfriend a couple months ago. Uh, she has to work over Meridian every now and then. You know, it's just as bad as Jackson. You know, I was like, well, at least put some pepper spray in your purse. So, anyway, they got it all out there at Guns and Gear. They also buy guns, and they can take care of all your gunsmithing and coating needs. They just got a big allotment of new high-end, never seen in Mississippi before stuff. You need to check it out at gunsandgearms.com. Or just stop by and see them in person. They are open Tuesday through Saturday right there. Highway 51 North, Gluckstadt, Mississippi. Nothing says I love you like pew pew. Gunsandgearms.com. Speaking of that, just gave me an idea. Which are, this is not about guns and gear, but the um, we're talking about Valentine's Day. Does Do you think Valentine's Day is part of like you know one of the murder holidays in Jackson? You know, I always joke about how, like, if you're Memorial Day, you're going to get smoked. I used to do that when I was at the DA's office. I'm like, I yeah, it's Memorial Day weekend. You know, how many murders there are going to be and or Christmas? And, and, like, there's always some killing. So, like, is Valentine's Day? I never saw – I never prosecuted a Valentine's Day murder as far as I can remember. But, oh. I mean, but I just, you know. So Saint, you, I, I mean, like, everybody wants a St. Valentine's Day massacre, right? Yeah, it's like uh, – you know, I mean, I don't want that. But, <laughs> you know, but, but if you're in yeah. the media and it happens, <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah, there's a name happens. already out there for it. Yeah, because like, yeah, because I mean, that one case I prosecuted, I called it the Memorial Day Massacre. You know, that's what we all re- still know. refer to it because it was this, you know, really pretty bad crime. But I mean, there's, um, yeah, I mean, I've told you that before. Me and detectives used to all like kind of, you know, place little odds on how many there was going to be. <laughs> so over our certain holiday weekends, I'm just wondering if I don't remember Valentine's being that kind of a uh, holiday. Right, uh, real quick, you know, guys, if your girl already has a gun, you can take it out to Guns and Gear get it and get it Cerakoted pink. So even if they don't have it, they can make it. So if you pick one there in stock, they can Cerakote it pink too. So I'm telling you, the pink stuff is a very popular gun. Kudos to the gun manufacturers on that. It's like seeing a market. Like Stanley Cups have been getting a lot of credit lately mm-hmm. for used to being a this manly, uh, hardworking, blue-collar canteen type thing. And, you know, they brought in somebody and <clears throat> said, hey, there's a whole demographic of women out here who might like these things too. Let's modernize it. Yeah. it make one pink. Red or whatever all the different colors are, you know, gun manufacturers realized that a long time ago too. Yeah, sure. And I mean, it opened up a whole different, a whole different market for them with the pink and teal and and all that stuff. So, uh, kudos to them. That's yeah, no, that's pretty smart. Topic, I mean, but no, I, I think it's interesting because it's amazing how like uh, you know women are like, oh well, look, there's a regular you know black Glock. Now nah, it's pink. Oh, it's in pink. Yes, now I want it. You know, yes. like like what what about the gun? It's just like it's more stylish. I've got a pink gun. I don't know. Is there <laughs> is there a male version of that? Something that's kind of feminine, but if you do something to it, we like it. I can't. What what would that be? 
I'm, I'm trying to think. Like, what is something that's kind of feminine, but you can just change the color or turn it into camo, and men are like, I want it. They're like, I want this now. I don't know, man. I can't really think of anything off the top of my head. I'm sure there's something. I just don't know what it is. Yeah. It's probably more like food related like frou-frou kind of food i don't know you like I mean, it like if you want to order an apple teeny but you're like making a different yeah, color drinks, in it yeah. you know? so it doesn't look yeah, like an apple teeny. something like that because <laughs> everybody's like an apple teeny is really actually pretty good but nobody no guy wants to order that could you put it in a red solo cup yeah something like that that's a <laughs> yeah. good that's a good that's a good way to put it right can i get it in a in a beer mug you know it just <laughs> looks like i'm drinking like green whatever like absinthe or something absolutely all right check this out uh because i know that we drive people nuts with some of this stuff do you uh are you, did you keep up with this Mayorkas impeachment? A bit. I saw it last night that they successfully did it. That's it. That's it's not, not going to go anywhere. The other no, side's not going to do it. I mean, it's just, just just like when they indi- uh, impeach Trump. I mean, yeah, same thing. I mean, we're just going to end up doing this for every forever. Both sides are going to sit there and impeach whoever they want. And he's the first. He's the first uh, cabinet member to be impeached since 1876. I think I saw that this morning. Was it okay? I thought 1876. they said. I didn't realize somebody. I thought they said he was the first one. So there's actually somebody before that. Okay. Yep. Uh, Fox News reporting this morning. Mayorkas is first cabinet official to be impeached since 1876. Who got impeached? That's Rutherford B. Hayes was president in 1876. Who got impeached in his administration? Let's see. We got Jerry on the line. I'm sure, we get a history lesson this morning. Yeah. Hey, good morning, Jerry. Hey, man. Got a comment on on the Mayorkas thing. But before I do, why are you asking Sean about pink feminine guns and if there are any out there? What? Poor Sean. Y'all pick on him too much. (laughs) I figured I just didn't even know what they were. I would never ask you that, Sean, but now I'm like, hmm. I'm just kidding. Hey, man, I mean, you know, maybe I like pink guns. You got, I mean, what's wrong with that? It matches his hair. Uh, it's yeah. kind of hard to conceal, man. I want one nobody sees coming, dadgummit. I don't <laughs> like, might as well bedazzle it, man. I'm sorry. Ooh, that <laughs> just gave me a good idea. I'm going to get one of those guns off one of those commercials and bedazzle it. Yes. Oh, so- my God. I think I just, I need to patent that real quick. It's going to be F-A-F-O bedazzled guns now. Jerry, oh, if I pull out the bedazzled it. gun when I'm getting robbed in Jackson, you think the criminal will just laughs so hard he'll leave? Like that would be that would be the. I might leave you alone. That actually might be okay. Hey, uh, my orchids. Uh, yes, it won't pass through the Senate, but at least they will have a trial and actually show the criminality of not enforcing our laws. That's it. And uh, you know, that's the only thing about it is if you've got, you know, I don't know, if you got somebody that's just constantly letting somebody be murdered, say, well, I need another law. So I can stop the murders, but you got a law. It's against the law. I need another one. Would you not impeach or try to get rid of that police chief or police officer? Yes. Okay, that's all. They're going to do a trial because it is all political. And you know, since Raytheon Roger and everybody else is so worried about other borders and not ours, you know, y'all, we're we're really kind of screwed on that. But that that's the only reason. So they can have the trial and put it out in public. I wish they'd go ahead and file charges against Fauci. And everybody else as well on, on the vaccine issues. Anyway, enjoy the show. Subscribe hey, a little bit. Jerry, hold on, Thanks. hold on. Hey, I got a question for you. I got a question. Thanks. What do you think about the Santos thing? Should they have? Should they have uh, expelled Santos? Uh, no, because he hadn't done anything criminally wrong. He might have had some things that uh, Michael Guest didn't like. But you can go back to Greg Harper when he was over that ethics committee, paying out money, taxpayer money, hush money for sexual assaults and everything by senators and congressmen, and they sealed that. And that's not his, you know, that's basically no criminal charges, but they paid out money. Not a dang one of them were removed. 
Wait, who was that too? Now Greg Clother is over that same ethics committee. Who, who was? Which I'm sorry. Said, I didn't hear that, Jerry. Who was the sexual assault? Greg Harper was over the when he was in office was over the ethics committee, and they have a list of senators and congressmen that have spent, I think it's like $17 million over the years that have been paid out for various things from assault to sexual harassment to job discrimination while they're in, in the office. Huh. We don't get to see that. Greg Harper was, uh, was in that position. Now Greg Harper's in that position. Now Greg Harper and them brought uh, Santos up and removed him from Congress. You mean Michael Guest? They saw, they saw evidence. There's no crime. If there's a crime, then yes, you do it. But he was still in office. What about those senators that for years and congressmen that $17 million of taxpayer money went out? They've seen that list, too. Hey, Jerry, what, still sitting in office. what time span? Is that, is that like of all time or just like a certain definite time period, like four uh, years? I'd have to go look it up. But if it's, it doesn't matter if it's any time it's taxpayer money that's paid out, correct? Yeah, I know. I'm just saying that. Like, I'm just curious. Like, did this all these happen within four years or ten years? Like, is it worse uh, than it's, 17 it's million? Many years, but hey, let's just say it's 40 years. Yeah. I'm just wondering you know, if it's worse. Seventeen million dollars of taxpayer money going out for personal discretion uh, failures, oh, and he- them staying in office. Oh heck, no! I'm just wondering if it's more than seventeen million. How much? It like, might be. We know. don't know. That yeah. would be. That came out. I'll find the article. It's. it's you know, I'll, I'll try to find it one stop, and I'll send it to Clay on the text line when I get a chance. But yeah, so when Santos, when they removed him, we've seen the evidence. Is what Greg, uh, Michael Guest was saying. Okay, that's like me saying, I've seen the evidence of uh, illegal uh, uh, trades by Michael Guest because he's, you know, well, they can do that. Never mind, that's legal. Um, you know, because they're making millions of dollars on trades nobody else knows about. They could technically say that's unethical, but they all get to stay in office. Now, do I like Santos? No. But, it, you know, we've got Menendez. Menendez right now is being charged with bribery. Has he been removed? Jerry, you knew he just hid that money in his coat because that's the way he grew up in Cuba. Come on. It's the severity of the crime for the Democrats. I mean, the charge, isn't it? You know, oh, the charge is so severe, we have to investigate removing. Look, be honest. They all should just have a little uh, brought to you by Raytheon or brought to you by China, tie on up every time they're speaking. It is not about anything but um, compromised people. You think they should wear like NASCAR? Jerry, you think they should wear yeah, NASCAR I mean, jackets with logos I mean, <laughs> sponsored by Raytheon? Or... Captain Pfizer with uh, <laughs> Travis Kelsey, and might as well just say, you know, Captain Raytheon for Roger, you know, basically, because they don't... Why are we giving... Anyway, uh, anyway that's all. I'm sorry. I was going to mention my orchids, and y'all get my... i got to stop and take me one of those calming teas now with, uh, without the caffeine. <laughs> hey, Jerry. Thank you, brother. <laughs> Uh, I'll, I'll try to find him soon as you enjoy the show. Bye. I appreciate it. Bye-bye. All right, let's just, take a break real quick. We'll be right back. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show, live here on 103.9 FM, WYAB. Guys, uh, how about a little Valentine's Day dinner downtown Martin's? downtown they got a special tonight uh while i'm pulling that up don't forget go grab lunch at martin's downtown best plate lunch in all of the capital city and dare i say hines county as a whole you will not be disappointed always some great live music tomorrow night it's the big night they've got the rolling stones tribute band the award-winning 
internationally recognized Rolling Stones tribute band, Satisfaction. Man, talk about a little late, late, great, last-minute Valentine's Day gift for your significant other. Grab them a pair of Satisfaction tickets from Martin to downtown tomorrow night and go enjoy the Rolling Stones. The closest, the real one's coming to here is New Orleans for Jazz Fest. Do you really want to be down there around a million people? I don't. Uh, let's see here. The Valentine's Day. I saw a special here, man. When is Jazz Fest? Is that like in May or? Yeah, sometime like that. I had to check. It's hot. And it's, it's really New hot. New Orleans and it's people. and ugh, Sounds terrible to me. Once it hits about May, I don't go to New Orleans till November. Like, that's kind of my rule these days. If, if there's a city that stinks worse than New Orleans in the summer, I don't know what it is. Never. Exactly. It's it's horrible. I mean, I mean it is horrible. And I'm not just saying that to be me. It's just honest. Yeah, I mean, I love New Orleans. New Orleans yeah. is a wonderful place. I'm not. I'm just in the summer. It's just unbearable. Unbearable. But, but hey, Valentine's dinner tonight. You looking for somewhere to go? Uh, Martin's downtown. It's a big place. They got a lot of tables and chairs. You may or may not have a wait, but it won't be like any of them other places in the county. Uh, get a little creative. Get down to Martin's tonight. Here's the special. 18-ounce bone-in ribeye, six grilled shrimp, a twice-baked potato, creamed spinach, two side salads, and French bread. Basically, it's a dinner for two. It's dinner for two, and it's only forty nine ninety nine. I don't want to call any other steakhouses out by name because, no disrespect, they're great, and you know you got all the ambiance and all that. But you can't go to any of the local well known steakhouses that aren't sponsors of this show and spend fifty bucks for one steak, mm-hmm. and then it's a la carte, and you got to order all the other stuff separate. You're gonna go get a steak dinner for two on Valentine's from Martin's for fifty bucks. Don't be surprised at all if you see Clay Edwards down there tonight. I don't know if I don't know if it'll be for two. I don't know if I'll be able to drag her uh, out the house on a weeknight. But I may be down there eating a steak a steak dinner for two. Anyway, I'm kidding. Check it out, Martin's Downtown JXN dot com. Again, go enjoy the patio. Open seven days a week, eleven a.m. to two a.m. Martin's downtown, going back since man. How long has Martin's been open, man? I got the picture. Nineteen fifty three is what the nineteen fifty three all the way back. To I know that already on top of my head. Because right? <laughs> I go there too much. The um, it used to be. It wasn't always in its current location. Apparently, it was down State Street by the um, by oh god, what, what's it? Silas Brown. Interesting. I think it was initially there at one point, and then it moved somewhere else. And then they, because the old bartender there, I don't know if you ever met Skip. You know, he's been there mm-hmm. forever. He told me about, I guess, in the early '80s, they had, they were rolling the bar down State Street, the actual physical bar. That's pretty neat. I'd pretty like to see some pictures of that. You know, you know when people are doing stuff like that, they don't always think to take pictures. No, no. So this no. may be a cool, you know, historic. I, t- you know, believe it or not, not to pat my own back, I have a lot of pics like that from when we moved my bars and we were remodeling bars. I got tons of pictures of. In the remodel process, when we yeah. ripped stairs out of the old catwalk building and built new stairs, and just all kind of stuff. That's pretty cool. What's in the What's in the old catwalk building now? Anything? Some Some kind of club, I believe. Was I don't know. Yeah, it may be closed, but there was a club of sorts. All right, let's read a couple of texts on the Guns and Gear text line real quick. They've been pouring in this morning. We do appreciate everybody. Um, Vaughn, Mississippi. Sean had a St. Valentine's Day massacre. Do you remember this one? Mm. I don't know the. It was twenty years ago. It was the Hargon family. Michael, oh yes, Michael, yes, Rebecca, and their four-year-old son James Patchett were killed twenty years ago on St. Valentine's. And Vaughn, that's Carroll County, I think, yeah, isn't it? It yeah. is. It's always county's always been known to be a little dangerous, is what I've always heard. I got a bunch of family up there. Gosh, my, by the way, my aunt CJ was in town just to have a surgery, and 
who's the uh, who's the nephew that forgot to call Ooh. me? Um, these Fafo shirts have overtaken my life. Yeah, I can see that. I mean, it, like, it's just like everything I'm doing is like, oh. Uh. By the way, great last minute Valentine's Day gift. By the way, ladies uh, or, or guys for your lady, I will deliver to y'all within a certain area today. I got a box load of shirts with me. Uh, you don't have to worry about shipping. Holler at me, and I will bring you a shirt today. I've, I've got some of the uh, tumblers available, too, with the same logo. You know, you should do, like, a pop-up show at, the, at a bar or something. I see a lot of people do that. Yep. Like, Chaney will do that at the brewery for Nikes or some of his merchandise. I thought it was pretty cool because he gets to, like, makes an event. Yep. I mean, uh, I, 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 I mean, that's a great idea. I'm going to. I'm, I'm working on another design or two, so i got a, a, a slight variety. Mm-hmm. But, yes, definitely going to. Um, Woodrow says... Uh, my last we in April, first we in May for Jazz Fest last weekend. Last weekend, okay, so it's the last weekend of of April, and the first weekend of May is when Jazz Fest is. Gotcha. Let's see here. I said not Carroll County. Vaughn is in Yazoo County. Yazoo, okay. okay. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Well, I was, I was sure thinking it must butt up close to Carroll. Yeah, that's Vaughan, what I was, does Yazoo and Vaughn, do they are they even where, I can't, do they connect? I, I, I was is Vaughn where the strip club was, or you know what I'm talking about? No, that's a Vaden. Vaden, okay. That's okay. What, I'm sorry, I'm thinking Vaden. Yeah, maybe that's what I was thinking yeah, too. Same here. Same I'm thinking here. where the strip club was. <laughs> like that's where uh, Teddy chimes in. Ready, Teddy. Good morning, Teddy. Says uh, the Nola Crawfish Festival is held Monday through Wednesday. Ethernet either the two weekends. Of Jazz Fest is by far the best festival I've ever attended. I think I guess we're just narrowing down the time here. So not the French Quarter, so it doesn't sink. It says not near the French Quarter, so it doesn't. Okay, I got you. Well, yeah, when I New Orleans, I think the French Quarter. Yeah, you know the rest of New Orleans may not may smell just fine, but the French Quarter stank. I mean, that's where I usually go. So yeah. I mean, it's that's a, it's it's. I was there for my birthday a couple of years ago, and my birthday's in June. I was like. I was like, this is the last time I do this. Like, it was just too bad. Yeah. I mean, and Felix Oysters, I don't know if you've been there, is like my, one of my favorite restaurants in the world, pretty much. And I couldn't even barely stand eating oysters. And that was so hot, even in the restaurant. So I just, uh, I'm done with New Orleans in the summer. <laughs> uh, Jerry sent a bunch of links. Let's see here. Unknown texture. New Orleans is the cesspool of America. Think about it. No, I don't have to. I, I know. Uh, Frisco says, Santos could have been censured and removed from any committee. The expelling Santos was too far, especially given what the Dems are doing. Uh, again, if we're just gonna, if the Republicans are just gonna be the brakes, why would you throw one of the? Why would you throw one of the brake pads off? Let's see here. Okay, let's do this, Sean. Let's take a quick break. Mm. Come back and let's try to hit another topic before we. All right. Oh, what you got? Oh, I think, no, that's it. You good? Yeah, I said all, all right. right yeah. This is the Clay Edwards Show. We'll be right back on WYAB. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. Uh, guys, real quick, to end, the, to end this, lunch today, burgers, blues, barbecue. They got breakfast, too. It's, I always forget about breakfast in the mornings, but get over there to the Flowood or the Madison location today. Grab breakfast. But if you miss breakfast, don't fret. They're open for lunch and dinner as well. Also, at the downtown Brandon location, they're open for lunch and dinner, and they got some awesome little Valentine's drinks that they've created for the for the season. They're always having some fun at Burgers Blues Barbecue. Get out there, enjoy it. There's live entertainment at all three locations throughout the week. Check them out, BurgersBlues.com. Open for Valentine's tonight. Go get a good 
smash burger. That sounds very datey to me. A good smash burger. Man, that shit sounds really good right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Uh, look, don't, don't forget they got multiple food trucks, and they can handle all of your catering needs as well. If you got a big special event coming up, need a food truck, burgersblues.com. Sean, talk to us about Jackson Water. Okay, so I've been on a rant on this for a while, but the um, so, so I have an estimated bill, like many people in Jackson do. Some people don't. If you have a newer meter, they're actually doing the read of, of it. And this is what Jackson Water is relating to me, this information, how it's working. So if you have an estimated bill, you get – you get um, charged a surcharge for going over what's called your 300 cubic feet. I think that's the way they put it. So they're estimating my bill is over this 300, like like 384, which equates to around 2,700 gallons of water usage a, a month, which is ridiculous for me as a single person. But, but anyway, but they automatically assess this surcharge to you, even though they have no idea what you're actually using. But they're saying, yo, you're going over. And so I called and you know, I asked them, like, you know, can you take the surcharge off? And they were like, no, sir, we automatically assess this to every house that has an estimated bill. So they're, they're overcharging everybody because they don't even know what they're using. Then now, with some of the reads were kind of sparked. I wrote a Facebook post about this last night. The um, I went over to Reed's house, and he has – they're actually reading his re- meter. But they he had a 218 usage last month, and this month they said it was 342. Which is just, there's no way he used that much more. He's a, he's a, a single, single, guy. single guy that lives by himself. Yeah, it's impossible. So, you know, and um, and so I've, every time I call, for the last six months, I've been calling Jackson Water, you know, talking about this, putting the request to get the surcharge because it's unfairly applied, and, you know, trying to get them to actually read my meter. They keep saying, I'm going to call you back. I'm going to call you back. Never call me back. I even got kind of hostile with them like about a week ago. They still said, oh, we're, we will get back to you, sir. And I don't know what point I'm at right now with it. Like, you know, I, part of me wants to sue them, which I'm really thinking about doing. But the other part is being like, well, I'm glad that they're there and I'm actually can talk to somebody on the phone instead of before when nothing, none of that would ever happen. I wouldn't even get to this stage where I can I have a phone call. So I mean, I, you know, I don't know what to do, but I mean, they're just people are getting overcharged and now they're going to they're upping the rates this month. And we're still – they're not basing it on your actual usage, or at least they're not basing mine. I don't know. There are other people in the city where they apparently are, and I wonder how correct those reads are. But I think that we have a, you know, a citywide problem with this where – look, I don't mind paying what I owe, but you're, you're not accurately charging me what I'm, what I'm using. You're making up numbers. And, yeah. I, and, and then, you're, then on your made-up number, you're charging me for going over your made-up number, which is insane to me. And I don't, you know, I don't know exactly. So Ted, if you're listening, you know, can you get somebody to call me and tell me to, you know, what, you know, help me out with my water because this is just getting to be insane. Um, we're glad what you're doing, fixing it. Everybody's happy about, you know, what you're doing with the sewer and the water, and then you know, you can call the, um, call it, you know, that you can actually reach somebody. But but, but the call the call center and all is working well, right? I mean, that's terrific. a drastic improvement. Absolutely, right? it is wonderful. Like they answer the phone in three minutes. That's but, not a problem. But, but, the problem but, is when they answer the phone and they tell you they're going to get you to somebody else and they'll call you back. That never happens. That's my only issue with it. Like you know, they'll answer the phone, but they don't resolve anything. And so, at least that's been my experience for the last six months. When they're just not resolving anything, I'm just you know, and they're not. They don't seem to be interested in fixing this sort of problem. And they're actually overcharging residents. I got a text from somebody who just said he got a good point. They're overcharging residents that actually pay their water bills. Yeah, no, so we're getting overcharged. Y'all for- are still paying for the freebies. All right. Yep. Let's take our break. Phone lines are lit up over this Jackson Water stuff. We got our top of the hour news. We'll be right back. We're going to discuss the Tate Chalkway press conference too.
of the realest show on the radio. This is the Clay Edwards Show, the most incendiary radio show in all of America, at least in the morning time slot. Yep, based out of Jackson, Mississippi, little old Jackson, Mississippi, got the most incendiary show in America. Now, I mean, some may say I'm just making that up. I believe if you listen long enough, you would agree. We got Sean Yurkaran here in the studio with me. Um, this segment is going to be brought to you by our friends over at Reliable Rental Equipment right there in North Jackson. DIY guys, contractors, do you need to rent a piece of heavy equipment? My friends, get over to Reliable Rental Equipment. It ain't just heavy equipment. It's tools. It's rollback dumpsters. They've got it all at Reliable Rental Equipment. They got a special right now, too, on rollback dumpsters. Get in touch with them. Let them tell you all about it. Reliable Rental Equipment, ms.com. Look, man, I say I went over there the other day just to check the facility out and kind of really meet everybody that works there, Lance and Steve and the whole team. And I was just blown away at how much stuff they have squeezed into a somewhat tight area. Whether you need a lift, a rollback dumpster, skid steers, tractors, dozers, backhoes, zero-turn mowers, side-by-sides, golf carts, they got it all. Reliable rental equipment, Meadowbrook Road, right there at North State Street in North Jackson. Some even call it Fondren, that far north. All right, Sean. Well, we um, let's take a call real quick. Yeah, sure. You're on there. Hello? Shalom. Uh, good morning, people. Shalom. Uh, I want to check out the brain on the big bad son. Uh, do you know uh, there was two million black, <laughs> black people in America in 62? So don't the population supposed to double every 10 years? Uh, only supposed to double, sir? Wait, so can you repeat that? I'm sorry. I can hear. In 1962, the Census Bureau reported that there are 22 million blacks here in America. Fast forward to 2023, but the Census Bureau say that uh, the population doubles every 10 years. So how could that just only be, what, how many blacks in America? I just stopped. I don't think they're figured right. Even when I worked at the census, they said they're off by 11 points. So okay. nobody have a real idea of figures. And y'all fail to tell the difference between non-fowlers and zero-fowlers. Like I say, my reparation plan, which can be done by uh, executive order, doesn't require you all giving black people one red penny. You understand me? Okay. It's the concept of how y'all feel about helping us. Because we made this country rich and powerful as it is, but no one, they, we give a reparation to everybody except the Negro. So I want to know from a white man's standpoint, what gives your spirit of soul the, 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 the thought of just hate? Because that's what I see. Just, just hate. Not all white people like that. No, I mean, my dad's from Turkey. We, you know, we didn't have slaves or anything, so I don't know what to tell you on that one. Or my dad's from Turkey. He's not from here. I don't know. He didn't. He, I don't know. He, my dad is from Turkey. He didn't. Uh, he didn't have any slaves or anything. So, 
His family did, and and, and no, they didn't. No, neither did anybody still living today. So, yeah, yeah, I'm talking about family. I mean, you know what I'm saying. Your dad is Arab. Your dad is uh, descended from Arabs. He's not. He's not an Arab. He's a Turk. But yeah, don't, don't tell him Arab. He might get mad about that. Well, they 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 once started the slave trade. You know what I'm saying? Well, uh, we're not Arabs. We're Turks. I it's a, black, <laughs> but I'm thirty. I might look black, but I'm thirty five percent Native American. I really need to get my check that way. That's probably why I'm totally different. From a lot of them. you know, I got that Native American blood, but you know, just pure hatred. Just like Clay, you know, you live in Brandon. They don't say, "Yeah, hey, that's Malcolm D." You know, he's one of the show. He's a black this, he that. Man, we wasn't even when I was in the black country. We wasn't about our business of doing that like that. Talking about targeting black people, we was about helping our community. See, you know, the government got so entwined in the affairs of everyday people. Now we're just normal people. We just want to see a betterment of our community without taxation, without representation, because that's what's going on. You ask me, Clay, you drive around in your new car, your car costs $268. Right? $179. $179. Check out the brain on the big, bad chair. So anyway, uh, that same truck, the tag in Jackson costs $486. And mind me, we just paid, recent time we just passed two bond issues for the school district. They closed down all the schools, but a little longer, the little white girl down there got charged for $6 million worth of embezzlement. So is our taxes going to go down now they've been closed down 15 schools? And where is that money went to? See, we have a problem down Consult, in Consulting County. firms. Yeah, consulting firms. No, we have, yeah, and we have a and problem. law firms. When they had that hat, oh, yeah. David L. Arthur, we want to thank you, bro, because it's been going on. And that old squeaky-eyed, dried-up-looking Richard Schwartz, man, he's not your friend, black folks. He's a spying the enemy, and he's a bald-head friend. Why do we have prosecutors on WMPL? Because it's owned by... The gift program, spies, FBI, black folk wake up. All right, thank you, you, thank you, Master, thank you, Master D. We're gonna we're gonna keep uh, citizens out of these conversations. Um, Yeah, I don't know who's was he referring to somebody. I'm talking about Richard Schwartz. Oh yeah, he's not not an elected official. No, I mean he just does car wrecks. I don't know what he's really how he's hurting anybody. Yep, yep. Oh man, look, look, I. I was telling the girlfriend yesterday, we somehow another guy talking about callers on the show, and I said, I said, man, the Master D calls in, and I'm, I'm half engaged, you know, listening, because he does say some things that yeah, make my ears perk up, and then he takes a hard left turn, and I'm like, where where are we at, and what are we talking about? That's where I get, you know, sometimes I'm like, well, that's it, and then it turns into a, you know, there's like a space alien or something throws in there. Yeah, just like get, a complete curveball. I'm like... I'm lost. I, I can I mean, I'm all for a rabbit hole. Yeah, but these this is this is a, a tear in the space time continuum. It's it's something. I mean, it does it does shift into some. We should actually start writing them down. The different ones. I know there's there's uh, there's been different ones. I think one one. I do remember a space. Wasn't it black people in space or something? He said one time. Oh, yeah, yeah, black aliens. Black aliens. That's what yes. it was. Yeah, that that's right. Because. Kim called me a black alien denier. I think later that day. So yeah, that's you probably are. I mean, I, I'm a denier. yes. I might be a black alien. I didn't know. I didn't know that aliens were race specific. But oh man, I'm just trying to read some of these texts here. All right, I, I'm I'm gonna get. I got y'all's text. Thank y'all. Sean, let's jump into it. Yep. Um. Did we need to close? Did we need to cap off anything about Jackson Water? No. I just want to thank. I was talking to Anna on the phone, and she 
pointing me to a city ordinance about um, that they have to if you have an estimated bill, they actually have to come out and read your meter once they've estimated it. So I'm going to look into that and I'll let everybody know. But yeah, yeah. It, says it was a lot of help. Um, I thought I had some text here. It must have been on somebody was. To, uh, I, I'll, I'll I'll fumble through all that off air. I know that is terrible radio. Let's jump into it. The press conference yesterday. That's what everybody's here for this morning. I'm oh sure. yeah. Let's, uh, I'm not going to play any of it. You can go listen to it. Therese Apel has a great uh, her her recording is better than anybody else as far as quality and being able to hear over at Dark Horse Press Now on Facebook. Dark cool. Horse Press Now. It's only about a 30-minute uh, press conference. I highly, highly recommend listening to this whole thing. Uh, if you want to hear my commentary on top of it, uh, go to any of my social media networks. I did a uh, live stream yesterday afternoon about 5 o'clock and just kind of narrated this crap show, um, things I can't say on the radio. But, Sean, uh, why? Let's just jump into the why. Why are they doing first of all? Yeah, okay, why is the city why are why are George Soros funded Jody Owens two hundred six thousand dollars from Joe, from George Soros? Why is Jody Owens and Chakwe Lumumba now on board when they have been nowhere near on board? When Tate said that the city of the water was caused by a crisis of incompetence, Chakwe being the incompetence, why are they they fought? HB 1020, tooth and nail. They refused to show up when subpoenaed to the Capitol for crime uh, com- conferences or whatever it's called, mm-hmm. or committee hearings. They've kicked and screamed and done everything they can to raise hell and scream uh, racism anytime the state tries to literally save Jackson. Why now are they on board? Well, I can't speak to you know. I know you and I disagree about Jody, but we do agree about the Fox thing. But the uh, what I can say, I know Chokwe. What he's doing is uh, he, he's a few things. I think he's reading the tea leaves for one thing, and it is readily apparent. And, I, and I've been saying this on the show for a while. It's readily apparent in this community that nothing in this city has gone right, specifically since since COVID. Even before he was not doing a good job, but it's got exponentially bad since then. Crime is completely out of control, and there's no way to hide it. And it's, and the everyday citizen knows it. Um, he's he's played that, that video the other day. Not step on your toes. No. That video the other day, I think, was the straw that broke the camel's back. Because yeah. now people can, you know, you can hear about it all you want. Oh, Clay, you're just a liar. You're just a, you're just a Jackson hater. That ain't really going on. You can't defend a video. No, and were you the were you the first one that posted, or did you get that from somewhere else? I I, I don't want to say I was the first posted. I was the first person I saw posted. Okay. Now it. it a girl that sent it to me, I don't know where she got it from. I assumed it was from a friend of hers. Mm. Who knows at this point? But I had not seen anybody post it before I did. But I don't want to take credit saying I was the first. Okay, I know that you you caused it a lot of problems, which is great. I'm glad yeah. that you did that because I mean I think that was very important for people to to visualize what you're saying. That how I mean because that is something that we see in movies. Something we see in Grand Theft Auto, the video games, which I actually ended up downloading by the way after that because I was like I want to go play this. Um, I'm sure it's a fun game if you like playing games. <laughs> yeah, it's not bad, but the uh, but it should, that's it. it. Should be a game. It's a game, but I think that was so extreme. Yeah, that people. You know, Chokwe has tried to play this on, you know, it's because I'm black or it's because this and that. Everything, every excuse he's got, you know, the water is not my fault and all this stuff. And I think people are just at this point, they're just like, man, we're tired of this. Even if it, if it isn't your fault, we don't care. Yeah. Like, we're ready, you know, for a change in leadership. And I'm, and I'm talking about the white and black community. I think everybody, the, the sense that I'm getting from just living in Jackson so long, talking to everybody, I know a lot, lots of people. And 
no matter what race you are, I've never heard one person come to me and say, man, that guy is doing a good job. He's doing a great job. We really, really um, appreciate what he's – nobody's ever said that to me. And I've never seen – I don't see it on social media. I don't see it anywhere. So I think it's gone at this point. So he's reading the tea leaves. He says, man, I better do something to show that I actually care about crime because all I've done for the last seven years is talk is not try to help, to fight against it. And so now he's out there. I was shocked as anybody. You and I talked about this last night. I was like, what's he doing at this press conference talking with, with Tate of all people yeah. and with Capitol Police? I was like, did he get permission from Pastor Pickett to go over there and stand next to Bo Lucky? I mean, or you know, a few down from him? I just I, – I couldn't believe that. Dr. Amari giving permission. I, I mean, this is just – sister giving permission. It's such a radically change in positions for him to now go to something like that where he's fought so hard against it. So I think that – I think he's worried about his reelection. I think – the other thing, I think that's why he announced his reelection so early. He announced that he's – why Why now? It's February of 2024. The election's not until May of 2025. I mean, it seems like that would have been more appropriate maybe in the summer or the fall, probably the summer. But he's doing it this early, trying to get out there. And then now he's – we're going to see him on a bucket truck this week. You'll fix it a light. I guarantee that's the next step. It's going to be a lot of pandering. You, you, it, it's it's kind of analogous to this. Remember during the summer when I was talking about how Delbert was running those transgender ads, and I thought, wow, that's not really him. He's not a culture war guy. This looks ridiculous. That's how ridiculous this looks with Jokeway. This is not you. Yeah. You're just doing this because you're pandering now because you're like, okay, the public thinks that crimes – thinks we know it's out of control, and so I got to like look like I really care. The free-the-land bubble has mm-hmm. burst. Yeah, that's what I think. I think that's. I think he's. I think he's finally, which is kind of amazing. I didn't think he'd ever realize that he was going to run with this as long as he could. But apparently, he's got it. He's like, man, I gotta, I gotta do something because people are mad. They're like, and of course, man, everybody's got a right to be mad. Nobody, nobody deserves to live like this. Nobody uh-huh. does. I'm gonna take some credit, and I'm gonna give some credit to to a couple other people here. You, Kim Wade, Kingfish. If I'm forgetting anybody else off the top of my head. Apologies, but I'm talking about kind of people in the media. We hold this dude accountable, and people get mad all the time. Man, why are you so hard on that guy? Why are you so hard on that guy? Because I want to see change. Mm-hmm. And him doing this meeting yesterday, this, this press conference, is him admitting, based on his past behaviors, my way ain't working. Yep. And, yep. I, you know, I told you this is 100% a Clay Edwards theory, not a Sean Yorkman theory. Sean, you don't even have to reply to this if you don't want to. I believe he's playing the Donald Trump card here. I think the I think the state may have gone to him. And there's a little conspiracy theory here. I have no evidence to back this up. Just his gut feeling here. This is a this is a this is a theory, not a fact. I think the state may have gone to him, especially in, in lieu of this Anthony Fox stuff mm-hmm. and rumors and innuendo about him being affiliated with with some with some dope boys and this, that and the other. Again, rumors and innuendo. And said, "Hey, you're gonna play ball, and you're gonna you're gonna let us do what we need to do to to make Jackson livable, or you're gonna have a really hard time moving forward." No, I will respond to that. I, I agree with that. Um, I, I think that because I, I was really when I saw him announce re-election, I've seen this before, and what I mean is it, the feds are known. For making this kind of deal with elected officials, you know, like resign and we won't prosecute you. This is very, very common. Um, and also it puts them in a tough situation. I've also seen this being involved in a, a prosecution like that before where it's not easy to prosecute elected official. You know, every, just like we'll take Rankin County, for example. Everybody's talking about Brian Bailey, but he's still the sheriff. So that's a tough – it's tough to prosecute an elected official really, really hard. 
Um, and so Chokeway probably knows it's advantageous for him, I'm assuming, if he stayed in office. Assuming anything went wrong, assuming he did. I don't know that he did anything. I don't have any evidence of that. Just make that clear. But, yeah, that's a strategy. That's definitely – I totally agree with what you're saying. And then, and then um, it, it also gets him in the good graces of the people who do support him because then it looks like the state's picking on the little guy, just picking on the little mayor from Jackson. And if he can get – if he can rally the troops, so to say, and get behind him, you know, and then he's, he's kind of got the Donald Trump kind of thing, like what happened with Trump in Atlanta. Yeah. You know, and then suddenly the, even the people in Atlanta are behind Trump who you wouldn't think would be behind Trump. I don't know. Does does it rally the true, you know, his base and they start supporting him? It's the black guy being uh, picked on by the state or the feds or whatever. I'll give you a good example of this. I, I lived it. Um, Robert Smith, my old boss, once I stopped working there, you know, the attorney general's office prosecuted him and he was in the community was was made, made able to make it look like he was actually the victim of a lot of that, even though. He was doing those things. I mean, I hate to pick on the dead, but there was. So but he, he was, was able guilty. To, but yeah, I mean, in my mind, he was, and he was able to. Um, he was able to play that out there in the community that he was being picked on by the state, you know, and it, and then he was found not guilty actually. So yeah, I think that's a strategy, and that you know, not just you know Robert Smith or Chokeway or Donald Trump. This is elected officials use this quite commonly. You know, like it's good to make yourself look like you're being attacked, yeah. and and it works. It works very well. So yeah, I think that's definitely I mean, to your point. I think that's what um, what he possibly could be doing because it doesn't make any sense that did he just wake up one morning? He's like, you know what? I'm for crime fighting. I yeah. mean, just he just had an epiphany one night. You know, no, God yeah. came to him in a dream and, and just said, you know, hey, you should be against crime. And if Jody Owens follows through with anything he said. He's going to have to write a check back to George Soros because this ain't part of the deal. I mean, you know, like I said, I, my experience, I know, again, it's something we disagree. They're, they're working in the other office with Robert versus what I think with Joe. They're prosecuting people left and right. Here, I was talking about this last night, Clay. Actually, it's an interesting topic. Uh, hold, hold that thought. Let's take a break real quick. We ran five minutes over. We're coming straight back to Sean about this topic. This is the Clay Edwards Show. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. We're live here on 103.9 FM, WYAB. Hey, guys, another great, and by when I say guys, I mean guys and gals, another great last-minute Valentine's gift for your significant other. Run by Lakeland Glass and Tent today. Get them a gift card. I'm telling you, when these specials are gone and you're over there paying full price again, you're going to have the big sad face. And you're like, Clay, why didn't you tell me that things were up to 50% off? Well, because, you know, you didn't listen. Anyway, right now, they have a huge, huge special going on over at Lakeland Glass and Tent on, the, on ceramic coatings. Expel ceramic coating. I'm, t- I'm telling you, that's a game changer. Expel ceramic window tint and expel paint protection film. Get over there, check it out today. Save huge. All the pricing is listed there on the website. Go to lakelandglassintent.com now for a quote where quality matters. Lakeland Glass and Tent. And don't forget, they got all of your automotive glass repair and replacement needs handled at their Lakeland Drive location. The Flowood Drive location, which is right across the street from River Oaks Hospital, is going to take care of all your vehicle wraps your ceramic coating, and your window tint 
Look, don't forget they can turn your vehicle into a rolling billboard. You see these vehicles going down the road with a realtor's face on them and whatever else. They can do that. That's what that's who does it. Lakeland Glass Intent. All right, Sean York Ron. Yeah, what I was going to where you left off. Sure, I was talking to a really good friend of mine. He's a law professor. Last night we were discussing like why, you know, that the criminals are not respecting the justice system. You know, because they need to hammer them more. That's not what's going on here. And I think people think immediately they see headlines like somebody got a low bond and got out and did something or this sentence or that. The problem is the circuit judges, in my experience, from when I was there and now the ones I'm seeing going back are man, they're doing their job. Like the problem is there's too many cases, Clay. There's just too many for the kind of crime epidemic that we have in the city. There's four full time circuit judges. The system has been surged by criminals. It had ha- it's overblown. And I want to give you an example. So like well, how many murders were there last year? Let's just say 120 for 100. the sake of argument. Let's say they caught 80 of those people, and yeah. those are pending cases for trial. And then this year we have another 80. And all these cases are set. Well, most murder cases have to go to trial unless you can settle them, which are difficult. You can't because, I mean, you can settle them for second-degree murder or manslaughter. But a lot of times, you know, the victim family, if somebody killed your son or your daughter or your wife or whoever it is, and you might not be cool with them getting 20 years in jail or 30 years or 40 years. You might want to see you know, them go to trial. So let's say you got to try all these cases. There's 52 weeks in a year, and the judge has got a civil docket. I mean, there's there's just too many pending. And those cases are going to take priority, the murder cases. So you've got all these dope cases and house burglaries and auto burglaries. Yeah, do they get maybe a lighter sentence because the priority is on the murder case? Well, of course they do because you got to move the docket still. Yeah. I mean, and the judges are trying to move their docket as hard as they you know can. But there's so many murder cases that require so much court time. And you got like 15 assistant DAs and four full-time circuit judges. There's a couple special judges, I think, two or three. To do this right, and this is you know where I'll put this on the state, if they really want to take a dent in the crime and the, move the justice in Hines County, they're going to have to fund like 20 circuit judges and 40 assistant DAs. There was 118 that, homicides 118. last year. That's the only way this is going to work because what the, the assistant DAs and the judges are just – they just it's they're overworked they they can't they can't physically do the work because they're just too much of it there's just no way they can do it and it's it's overwhelming and that's the, that would be my thing for the state like if you're going to tackle this give them the circuit judges give them the assistant DAs then you'll see a significant decrease i think in crime and because then the criminals are going to know okay my case is going to go to trial because now they know that hey look i got a you know a dope case or a house burglary I might go to trial in three or four years because you're not the priority. The murder, the you know, 500 murder cases on the docket are the priority. Then, so, understandably so, they should be. So, well, isn't that the isn't that the purpose of the creation of the inferior court for the CCID? Not the not the the municipal court, but you're talking about the ones when they try to give the special circuit judges. Yeah, yeah I mean, I think they were trying to alleviate help alleviate that problem, but then there was an issue that they weren't they need to be elected. I understand that point. The um the, about the elected issue now. Putting them as an emergency judge, which the Supreme Court said you could do, and something that Hines County's had forever, like Judge Hilburn started doing that like around 2003, and then there was what was called the Jet Judges, was Judge Priester and Judge Gowan. So there's always like these formulas they do, like emergency judges or you know federal funding judges. What I think say they need to do is create 20 elected circuit judges that are elected that the state's funding. And and just and let's then let's let her rip because that's that's what if that happens that's going to change things dramatically for the city and but then the state is that this I do think the state has dropped the ball on this like they really I know it costs a lot of money but 
it just with with what you know, I think there's been four circuit judges in Hines County for the last thirty or forty years. I mean, wouldn't you agree that crime has changed dramatically from nineteen eighty five to now? There's just no way to keep up with it with the kind of with with the non amount that you need. All right, that's that's a big part of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can one hundred percent agree on that. The, the the other part is the police on the street. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I was having this conversation with Squirrel when I was doing that interview with him Saturday, and he was like, "Well, why would you want more police?" Or not his exact word, but we were talking about why I was excited about Capitol Police. I said, "Man, even a stone cold killer, if they're getting ready to commit their crime." If they see a cop in their purview, they're probably going to at least wait to the cops out of sight. If you can surge the city with an influx of officers, I think you will also see a decrease in crime. Sure. I mean, I'm not saying there ain't some complete feral idiots out there. But we know there are. I mean, yeah, that that will that'll bust a cap right next to an officer. I get it. You can't stop crazy. But I think overall, with a surge of on-duty officers, visible. If I'm a citizen living in Jackson, and when I was a citizen living in Jackson, I went from fearing the police when they were around because I was a knucklehead to feeling a whole lot safer when they were around. Mm, Sure. And then then it kind of had this weird pivot because of, frankly, the quality of some of the JPD ones that, that I didn't feel safe around them anymore either. Yeah, you know, it was like they ain't gonna do nothing. That was, you know, that's their reputation. They know it too. Which now, you know, that's when you talk about Capitol Police. That's completely changed, right? Because we yeah. know the reputation is they're going to do something. Yeah, and they um, and that's that's been another thing that's been like I've said games. that a million times on the show. Like in my neighborhood, they, the, their presence has been just great. Yeah. I mean, that, that's something we didn't have before. So yeah, I think yeah, I do. I I, I do agree with that. Here's something else too. That's I think another thing that could help. So I was having lunch with a bondsman friend of mine, Emily, over at Liberty Bell Bonds, and we were talking about Jackson and misdemeanor crimes. You know, and they don't take anybody to jail. She was telling me for yep. misdemeanor crimes, which Huge I didn't realize. Part of it, yeah, and you know, it's kind of part of that. You've ever heard of the broken windows theory? Refresh my it's, memory. Well, in the '90s, when Rudy Giuliani became yep. mayor of New York, they um, started prosecuting like little petty crimes. And that is that theory is that if you do that, that'll translate up to the bigger crimes, sure. reduce crime. So I think if you, you know the jail spacing is an issue, we need we do need another jail. We got we got to have another facility to hold misdemeanors, and then actually a new Raymond jail because as we all know, the problems that place has had since they built it in 1994, it's just it was just horribly put together. So the um so I mean, that's another issue. We we fix that. We get, we get the jail space. Start you know putting people arrested misdemeanors in jail. If we have the space for it, obviously, I think that'll that'll leave, that'll help alleviate things, and that'll translate upstream to the harder crimes. No, I, look, I agree. That's been the I didn't call it broken windows theory, but it's the same thing I've been saying. When you start arresting people for the misdemeanors, mm-hmm. and there's some consequences and repercussions for those misdemeanors, and it didn't just uh, basically a, a, a trip to the principal's office. You know, you get a check by your name. What they people become way more. I'm telling you, man, I, look, I, maybe I'm not the knucklehead I thought, but I'm telling you, that three or four nights, five nights, whatever it was, I spent out in Raymond back in 07 for fighting and just being a knucklehead changed me. Right. Because I, I, I said to myself, and I never even got into a pod, I just stayed in a holding cell for three or four or five days. I never want to come into this bastard again. Yeah. Or any other one. And I believe there's enough people out there 
that can walk in feeling like Billy Badass. Three or four days in a, in the, in a jail cell with, with, with a bunch of Jacksonians will cure that attitude real quick. Yeah. I mean, and we're not doing that to enough people at a young enough age. And when I say young, I don't just mean like their age. They're, they're, they're where they're at in their life of crime, too. Are they, on the, are, they, are they at the front door of their life of crime where they're just doing a little shoplifting? Maybe still on a car stereo. I don't even know who does that anymore. <laughs> right. Or, or are they at the point you just of- just dated us right there. Somebody yeah. stole my car stereo in 1999. I'll never forget. I had one of those things you could take the face off yeah. to and I'd forgot. So. Right. <laughs> Look, are, are, you, are you there? Or are you pulling, are you pulling kick doughs and stealing cars and carjacking people? Mm. I think there's an, escalation of, there's an escalation of violence. You don't start at the kick dough. You don't start at the carjack. You know, just like a lot of drugs, meth ain't the first thing you do. Right. I'm not saying it doesn't happen. Typically, it ain't the first thing you do. No, you're uh, yeah, 100% right. You graduate into crime. I mean, of course, yeah, sometimes you know a murder will happen, as Chuckway says, interpersonal relationships. And, uh, yeah, there'll be you know some maybe, uh, you know, a, uh, I would say, like, murders happen over women, money, and drugs. Yeah, more times than not, that when that murder happens, it's still a felon with a firearm. But, yeah, a lot of times. A lot of times it's I would love true. to see the stats on that in Jackson as far as, like, convicted murders. How many of those were felons with firearms? And that was always great for us on the prosecution side because if you indicted someone, you could introduce the fact, because normally you had to keep that out, that they yeah. were, you know, they're probably convicted of. But if you were trying to prove they're a convicted felon, you could t- tell the jury, hey, um, he's also a convicted felon. What a Because you had to prove that part up. Yeah. So, All right, let's take a break. We'll be right back. The Clay Edwards Show. Guys, support these sponsors, please. That's how we keep this machine rolling down the track. One great sponsor you can support if you're in the market for a vehicle is Mercy House Auto Center right there in Crystal Springs, Mississippi. Get down there. See Brian Schufelt and the crew today. If you're looking for a vehicle, uh, specifically in that $10,000 to $20,000 price range, they got you covered. All credit uh, they got some, they have options for all credit situations from from Jackson pothole size mistakes to perfect. They can get you rolling at Mercy House Auto Center. Hey, look, don't forget to one of the main reasons. It's, look, I'm just gonna be honest with you. It's easy to sell cars. If you got a good car, if you got it priced right, you know what you're doing. It's not, it's not hard to sell cars. One of the reasons they advertise with us is because they know we have a bunch of good hearted listeners that understand sewing into a ministry. And by that, if you have a vehicle out there, running or not, that you would like to donate instead of sell, you can donate it to Mercy House Auto Center. You're going to get a tax write-off for the full amount that they sell it for. So this could end up being a, a real profit uh, deal for you, a big big money saver. If you're a 1099 person, that's a write-off at the end of the year. That's real money. You don't, you don't have to send the government. And I don't know about y'all, but I'm at a point in my life where I don't want to give them anything. I don't like what they're doing with my money. Period. Ironically, I'm actually okay with the state doing some of the stuff they're doing when it comes to helping save Jackson because I like, I like agitating Jacksonians. But that's neither here nor there. Mercy House Auto Center. Donate your vehicle today. Get a tax write-off. Uh, business owners, got a fleet of vehicles, time to upgrade. Give them a call. They'll make it worth your while. Mercy House Auto Center, 
Com. Located right down there in Crystal Springs, Mississippi. And don't forget, the money goes to help fund Mercy House Teen Adult and Teen Challenge. And that is where they're beating addiction and putting fathers back in homes. When the father's in the home, there's a good chance you don't end up winning uh, that little championship I like to give away. And that you won't have me and Sean uh, on the radio talking about you. So, anyway. MercyHouseAutoCenter.com. Sean, let's read some text messages. Yep. Guns and Gear text line. Look, man, I just want to remind y'all again, get out to Guns and Gear. Great gift certificates are available. Uh, and get your significant other. Uh, let them go pick out what they want. Because I, like, I can imagine trying to buy a gun for your significant other, especially if you're not a gun person, or trying to buy gun accessories, that's a nightmare. You almost have to ruin the surprise mm-hmm. to find out what they need. A gift certificate cures all ills. All right. Well, y'all been on fire this last segment. I think I got more text than I than I ever have in a single segment. Uh, David, there's no way I can read all these, brother. <laughs> Just no way. Let's see here. Uh, it says, uh, Sh- Sean, too many cases pending, not enough judges. Sounds like a bunch of liberal talk. It's not their fault. When when you let these career criminals out on no bond and low bond. I, I agree with that. And when you were saying that, I was kind of thinking, well, this still doesn't make up for a lot of the low bonds and the, the, the petty sentences and stuff that are coming out of there. Well, where are you going to hold them? I mean, we don't have the, we don't have the space for that. I mean, where, I mean, does somebody have an alternative for that? Where, where are you going to hold them? Huh? I mean, I'm not saying I'm not saying that, you know, you should. I'm just saying we don't have the space. And, and if somebody okay. – I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was going to say, for example, though, I mean, there's other there's other places around here. They are sending criminals to other places. I know yeah. Hines County sent him to right now. They're having to send some to Tallahatchie County. Yeah, I mean, po- Polo's in Rankin County. Well, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm mean, just, and I don't know, I don't know the economics of that, mm-hmm. but I know that when it's convenient for them, they find somewhere to put them. Yeah, I mean, Polo's you know also charged. I mean, if you if you're charged with murder, most likely you're not going to get a bond, or it's going to be a really high yeah. bond. So most people, the murderers are in there. Yeah. Um. Let's see here. Oh, yeah, this was a good one. Somebody said, a field trip to Parchman should be mandatory starting in ninth grade. And was from Jim. And I said, well, it would just be like a family reunion for most of these folks. Finally, see some get, we used to say, finally get to go meet their daddy. <laughs> we used to say things like, see some old friends, meet some new ones. <laughs> you know? Are you my daddy? Oh, let's see here. Unknown texter says, I went to jail back in 2015 for a misdemeanor. I have never been back since. And that's the point. You go for a misdemeanor. I was in there for a bunch of misdemeanors. Uh, let's see here. Spartacus says Jackson Antar is running for re-election. That's why he's on board with this crime operation. But then, no, he says I don't think it's just that simple. I because he ain't been on that. He ain't been on that the last two elections. No, he's he's been running on this. Free the land, George Floyd, Black Lives Matter narrative, police, all cops are bastards, ACAB. That's been his narrative. Yeah, I mean, that's who he is. That's that's why I said it's so shocking when he showed up at this thing. And, you know, I mean, it's just not something that I was like, that's what I said. Did God come to him in a dream and tell him, like, oh, you need to be against crime? No. He saw that it's, he did what all politicians do. He saw that um, it was, he's got a political problem. Do you We're, think, giving him the benefit of the doubt here, do you think that he really thought like he could change the system and that 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 social work, not police, was the way to fix crime in the black community? Like he really, in his heart of heart, thought that the police were the problem. Yeah, I think maybe he possibly. I think that maybe the theory that he did that has been absolutely proven wrong that that was not 
that was not going to work or the way that he, I mean, I think there is some merit to, you know, social policing to an extent, right? But in the, addition to, in addition to, right. Thank you. Like in addition to actually policing. And I think that he's finally seen that whatever strategy he came, whatever he thought the result now is so bad that even, I mean, I don't think he really cared. I think what he cares about is, the citizens care, and he knows this is going to hurt him next year. He used a term yesterday when he was when he got to speak, because apparently the word policing harkens back to slavery. Mm. And he said, "You can't. You're not allowed to say that we're going to police these folks." He says, "You got it. We're going to. We're going to. I want Jacksonians to feel protected, not policed." Well, the criminals have felt very protected sure. in Jackson for a long time. And I think Clay, we're at the point. I don't know that anybody, black or white, cares if they feel policed right now. I think it's so bad. People just want to feel like they're not going to get robbed when they go to the gas station or they're, nobody's going to break in their home like they did mine. Yeah, it's you know, it's very think, simple. If you don't want to feel police, don't break the law. I mean, I'm, I'll tell you this. I don't care if I got to check in with a police officer when I walk out my front door right now. Or like if he just waved, hi, here's my ID when I'm leaving my own home. I mean, we're at that point yeah. where it's so bad and so dangerous. I don't care if I'm, you know, I'm not saying I want to be over policed forever, but right now it's almost like. This is like a wartime. There's acceptable you know? forms of tyranny to get to get on the other side of this. That, yeah, that's the way I look at it right now. I think it's it's just so bad until they get to ship right. We might need that kind of of policing, that kind of that kind of action. Look, I mean, I recommend it. You know, everybody tells me that Fondren and Bellhaven. Everybody tells me that Fondren and Bellhaven are the good parts of Jackson. Well, I think you need to put a entry like like a like a a border like the no go zone, mm-hmm. like a border at the between North and South Korea. And everybody has to go through a Charlie checkpoint type thing. And you got to know who's in the good part. So if a crime happens, you know about it. I mean, it's going gonna, it's gonna to get serious. And part the parts of Jackson that are salvageable have to be salvaged. And that's why. And they're doing that. Mm-hmm. But like two years ago, that it had gotten that bad. Yeah, and I think it's we, like, we, we said need this, a gate at the entrance of the neighborhood. Oh, I want it. We've been arguing forever. I'd love to block off a lot of those streets in Bellhaven because there's so many entrances to yep. it. You know, but um, we we not talked about this before, like. If what went on in the summer of 2021, the kind of violence that was happening in Bellhaven and Fondren and the areas of town, that um, if that had continued three years later, I don't know where we'd be. Yep. That's, you know. I, I agree 100%. We'll be right back to land the plane for the day. No more calls. Thank you all. Welcome back in. Happy Valentine's Day to everybody. Happy Valentine's Day to my girlfriend, to my daughter, my mother. My grandmother, Sean. You uh, you want to send out any happy Valentine's before we get out of here? Oh man, just happy Valentine's Day to everybody. Yeah. <laughs> happy Valentine's Day to everybody. Right. Um, uh, we got about thirty seconds. Hey, look, great show today. We hit a bunch of hit a bunch of topics. Uh, I know we don't talk about it as much national stuff. I promise y'all, it's coming. I mean, we're it, we're, we're on the precipice of the most uh, interesting year of our lives there's going to be plenty to talk about how about donald trump he's going to go to the fanny willis inappropriate is he hearing yes tomorrow yep oh man <laughs> okay it's going to be great all right thank y'all